You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Hey friends, welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host Andy Storch and this is a show where I share my NFT journey and everything I've learned and teach those lessons along the way so that I could help you with your NFT journey. We also have some interviews with interesting people and friends in my network who are on their own NFT journey. And of course, I share things from my own journey. And I thought it'd be fun to share with you an interview that I did recently on another podcast, a new show called Blockchain Life by my friend Carrie Overbrunner. Now, Carrie has a big following in kind of the entrepreneur publishing world. He has a publishing company, has come out with many books and helped many other entrepreneurs come out with books. But like me, I think he has become very fascinated and passionate about the Web3 space, call it blockchain, NFTs, whatever you want to call it. And he's coming at things more from a creator perspective and really investigating all things related to Web3 and blockchain, not just NFTs on his podcast, Blockchain Life. And he recently reached out to me and invited me to come on the show and asked me if he could interview me about NFTs. And of course, my response was, well, sure, but I don't know if I'm exactly an expert. I'm just someone that's sharing my journey. And he said, no, come on, I think you'll be fine. And we had a great discussion. It's I think maybe 45 minutes long. I broke it up into two parts, two episodes, and I'm going to share them with you here on this show. Of course, you can also listen to them on the Blockchain Life podcast, and I encourage you to check that out. Uh, But I wanted to share them with you here because I share a lot of my thoughts on why I think NFTs are important and how they're going to change the world. I also really dive deep into my own journey and some of the things I've bought, especially VFriends, uh, the values and scams and all kinds of stuff that I think you might appreciate or find valuable if you're on your own NFT journey. So without further ado, here is part one of my interview with Carrie Overbrunner on the Blockchain Life podcast. Enjoy. Hey folks, it's Carrie Overbrunner and I have with me a man that I met in London. Did I meet you in London? I mean, London I at the Upreneur Summit. And I want to say November 2018 is when we yes, met. Yes, look at you. That is exactly the right thing. And you got asked to be on stage and I busted out my phone and took all kinds of pictures of, of you. And people thought you were the main session speaker. And and maybe you were. Maybe <laughs> For a minute. Were. Yeah. For just a minute. So yeah. we are talking today about NFTs. Specifically, you caught my attention uh, a few months ago because I knew NFTs were hitting the mainstream and you were buying these expensive NFTs and you weren't, you weren't shy about it. I right. Mean, you, you were basically saying, hey, watch, not in a bragging way, but you were basically like, I think there's something here. Yeah. And I think this is going to be big and I'm willing to take people on the journey. So give us the story, Andy. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, just the quick background foundation. I'm, you know, a, a business guy, author, speaker, podcaster, kind of like you. Uh, don't come from a technical background by any means. Mm-hmm. I've been in corporate consulting for 10 years. You know, I have a book. I do a lot of speaking in companies, things like that. And and, and, up, and, and tell us a little oh, bit about the book. Yeah. So yeah. the book is called, it's on the poster behind me too. It's called Own yeah. Your Career, Own Your Life, uh, Stop it. Drifting and Take Control of Your Future, published it in November of 2020. And it's all about helping people take ownership of their careers and and take control of their future. And so I get to speak in a lot of companies to help employees with that. Something I'm really passionate about, you know, after all the work I've done, personal development work in my own life about, you know, living a much more of an intentional life. And I want to help a lot of other people do the same thing. So Mm. that's, you know, that's my focus. But 
to to tie it in with this, you know, I started getting really into personal development back in 2016. And one of the influencers, influential people I started following was Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary Vee, mm-hmm. right? And, and Gary Vee is prolific on social media. He's got several best-selling books. He's got millions of followers on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you name it. You can see him everywhere. And he's got a very positive message. And I always loved his message. And so I've been following him for quite a while. And back in the beginning of 2021, mm-hmm. he started talking a little bit more about cryptocurrency, uh, Web3, blockchain, and especially NFTs and saying, you, you know, people really need to start looking into NFTs. So I started doing, you know, research, Googling, learning mm-hmm. whatever I could. And at first it, it's really confounding. Like it didn't make sense to me. Like, what is this? I don't understand. Um, going back and forth with uh, my best friend, Bennett, who was also kind of getting into it a little bit at the same time. Mm-hmm. And in April, I think roughly April, 2021, Gary said, I'm going to be launching this project. Uh, NFT project, and you've got to have some ETH, some Ethereum ready to go if you want to buy into this thing. And you really need to have some, because I think it's going to be a great opportunity for a lot of people. And, you know, background for people that don't know Gary, don't follow him. He's got a huge following. He never sells anything to his Mm -hmm. followers other than a book. Like every couple of years, he comes out with a book and he's like, buy my book. And that's about it. You know, all his money is in the corporate space with his digital marketing firm. And so if he says, like, you need to go buy this, like, I I believe him, it's a good opportunity. And uh, luckily, you know, coincidentally, in January of 2021, a good friend of my wife's got us into cryptocurrency, and we started buying into Bitcoin and Ethereum, mostly Bitcoin. And then I heard Gary talking about Ethereum on his podcast, and so started buying that as well. So we had been buying in at, you know, slightly lower levels as it was climbing up in the first half of 2021. I think Ethereum might have been 1700 when I started buying it. And by the time that VFriends, Gary V's project came out, it was at an all-time high of like 4,100 or something like that, which was interesting. Coincidentally, as he was launching his project, ETH was hitting an all-time high. And it was a little bit crazy. It's one of those, like, I believe in this guy. I think I understand what this is. But this is still a lot of money. I ended up buying five V friends for 20 ETH, which at the time was worth about $40,000. And I'm by no means a rich, you know, rich man. My wife was on board with me, but we had some money aside. We had some money. We had been investing in cryptocurrency. And I believed that he was going to be building something cool with this project. And it, it took a few days for it to, to sell out, but eventually it did and went quick at the end. And it's been an amazing ride since then, right? You and I are recording this in January. It came out in mid-May. So it's been about Mm -hmm. eight months since that came out. And the value, I ended up adding one more later in August that I picked up for quite a bit more. I think it was 32,000 for one more. Just one. Just one, yeah. A picture of a shark called a shoot shark. And so I now have six of those. They've gone up in value quite a bit. After that, I was hooked and I just started looking at other projects. Again, I, I mentioned... My friend Bennett, who is a good friend of mine, was also getting into it. He got hooked as well. And we both just started diving in. The other project we got into, I think is, is worth mentioning because there's so many possibilities with NFTs and we can talk about what you can do with them. There's a whole gaming side mm-hmm. and, uh, and gamification side of NFTs. And one of the first ones we got into besides VFriends was a really popular game called Zed Run, which is a digital horse racing game where you Zed can- Run. Yeah, Zed Run, Z-E-D-R-U-N. And I think my friend Bennett found out about it. We both found out it because the New York Times did a write-up about them back in like April or something. Um, Because all these people are playing it. You can buy 
horses, you can breed them, you can race them, you have a stable, all that, like anything you can do in real life with horses, you could do that in this game. And uh, is this so, one of those you race it and then you could lose it, or is that different? Because I know there's you some could car, race it and you could games. win money. And I think if they lose, then like they might like start losing some of their abilities over time, you know, gotcha. that kind of thing. But there's like rarity traits and all these things. Yep. So I'm not much of a gamer, I haven't played you know, many video games in 20 years until very recently started playing a game with my kids. But, but we saw a business opportunity that we could possibly be buying these horses and breeding them and creating like monthly income. And so we took a chance on that and it didn't really work out the way we thought it would. We ended up getting out and selling those close to break even and then invested in another project that kind of took off. And uh, so we had like a shared fund together, he and I, and then he was also doing his own individual investing. I was doing individual and it just, you get hooked into these things because it's like community-based. There's so much action going on, so many things going on, and it's been a fun ride. So I got to just say it, man, because I heard about, I heard the word NFT for the very first time in March last year from a friend named Tyler. And it took me five minutes to understand because he explained it well. He said, you know, does your does your kid play video games? And I'm like, yeah, Fortnite. And then, mm. and then he's talked about skins and then he talked and then immediately my mind started going with, oh my gosh, we're in a pandemic. Yeah. You no longer see people physically. You see them virtually. People yep. used to pull up in a sports car in person. Now they pour up, pull up in a NFT online, immediate right. social currency. Like my mind just started going nuts. And like, like the yeah. term is you go into the hole, the rabbit hole, yeah. right? I mean, that's a term in blockchain. Like you fall down the rabbit hole, like a matrix yeah. reference. I, I think you had an advantage over me because I think your kids are a little older than mine. We haven't gotten to Fortnite or anything like that yet, but I've I heard about you. that and people buying skins and it makes perfect sense Yeah, because it's all about social signaling, right? It's showing off yes. what you're able to buy, what you like, your style. We've been doing it for centuries, right? With yes. the cars we drive, the horses we ride, the houses we live in, the yes. you know handbags we carry, the t-shirts and hoodies we wear, you know, whatever it may be, we're always signaling with the things that we have. Watches are a great example, yes. right? Whether you wear a Rolex or a Casio, that says something about you and who you are and what you like. And, you know, we're just transferring that over to the digital world. And you think yes. about being able to show off your digital wallet and say, hey, look, you know, five years from now, I bought one of these original V friends and now they're worth, you know, a ton of money. Like, whoa, that's cool, right? Or you're yeah. in this project or, you know, you follow this guy. Like it just, it's a signal and there's art and all that stuff. It's been going on for years. Like you said, it used to be the music group. Oh, I liked like in our town, it's 21 pilots because mm. that's where they are. You know, they actually went to the school my kids go to now, you know? Oh, cool. So, so now it's like, oh I, man, I followed 21 pilots when, you know, there was a hundred people at the show and now they fill out nationwide, you know? Yeah. We've always said that. And I mean, even go back to our ancestors, I'm sure they used to say, look at that guy. He's got a feather. That's right. He's got an eagle feather. Yeah. Wow. He must, you know, he's got some street cred. So, so I get it, but I got to say for the haters in the room, you spent $32,000 for lack of a better term, someone yeah. could say on a JPEG That's right. that somebody yeah. else could take pictures of. That's right. And again, you get it. I get it. 
provenance, all this stuff. But talk about the talk about that. Did you have in-laws or family (laughs) members be like, what did what did this dude smoke? Oh, yeah. My family, you know, my dad, especially who's a longtime, you know, investor in the market. It's like, what are you doing? You're trading the pictures. This is total, you know, it, it, it's going to be a bust and, and all this stuff, right? And, and there's, it's a bubble, right? A lot of people are saying, and, and it could be eventually, I think there will be some type of downturn. You know, a lot of people look at it and I think that's the first thing people go to. And I had this conversation with my seven-year-old daughter just this week. Like, I don't understand. I could have done that or anybody, because that's, I think maybe when you and I first started chatting about this, I had posted a picture. Not only had I bought that shark, but I also bought a mutant ape for $32,000. And it's just a, it's a picture. It's a cool picture of this. Is it, is it a, is it a board ape? It's in the board ape family. It's the mutant ape yacht club, which is a derivative. So board ape yacht club came out in April, 2021. It's pretty much the most expensive project on the planet. Now Uh, the cheapest one you can get, I think is about $220,000. There there are only 10,000 of them. They have two derivative projects. One was the board ape kennel club, which are the dogs and then the mutant ape uh, yacht club, which are these mutant apes that came out. Uh, I don't, I want to say in, in September, August, I'm not sure exactly when those have gotten pretty expensive as well. So we bought one of those on the secondary market as the run up. And I think I shared that on like Facebook and Instagram and Hey, I bought this thing for $32,000. And that one, at least like, it looks like it's really good art. The shark from Gary V is just like, it's his doodles. Right. So a lot of people are joking, like, Hey, I'll sell you a drawing. Like I can do that. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, yes, you can copy it. And I can also go to your house and take a picture of your house. And I can also take a picture of a Picasso and tell you it's mine, but it's not, right? It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. And and this is provable on the blockchain. You know, this is yes. the blockchain life show, right? It's provable on the blockchain. Yes. Who owns it, Where, when they bought it, how much they bought it for. It's, it's all essentially public record decentralized. And so anybody can see if something is like a legitimate, yeah, it's scarce, it's rare, how many there are um, legitimate or not. And the other thing, and I was trying to actually explain this to my daughter last night, and she's like, Mm -hmm. I could do that doodle. And it was like, well, it comes from Gary Vee and he's this famous entrepreneur. And so it's worth a lot more because it's from him. Oh yeah. And one of the things I love about NFEs to take it back to what you're saying about 21 Pilots is I think what it's going to create for us that we just see, just getting a taste right now Mm-hmm. is the ability to invest in and support entrepreneurs, artists, musicians that we're excited about yes. on kind of a ground level. So, yes. you know, up until this time, the only way you could really invest in something is a publicly traded company, real estate. Maybe you're a technically oh, an accredited investor deep. and you can this invest in an early this startup, right? Yes. But think about you're in that town that you're in, right? You're watching 21 Pilots. You're like, this is a pretty cool group. They're just struggling and trying to keep going. So they release an NFT project, right? And to raise money to keep them going. It, maybe it's $500 per token to buy into it. And you buy yeah. one or two to support them, right? Now, a few years later, they're this famous band selling out arenas, right? Your NFT is worth a lot more. So before this, if you caught on to an artist or band early, you get excited about them. They move on and become successful. You get nothing for that other than no. like, telling friends like, oh, I knew them when they were, yeah. you know, before or, they were big. Or, like, or you might even be bitter be like, oh, they sold out. Like I was, you know, now you're excited because you almost have like equity in their success, yeah. right? Their yeah. success is your success. And, and the other really cool thing is 
because of smart contracts, which are built behind these NFTs, yes. they could have it built into the smart contract that every time one of those tokens is sold, they get five or 10% of the royalties, which is what we're seeing with a lot of these NFTs. So as long as they continue to be successful, you know, I, I think about this, like Picasso is the most prolific artist in the history of the world, right? Imagine if he had a contract behind every painting, even those early ones that he sold for $20 because he was nobody sure. and are now worth tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. that his family and foundation or whatever gets royalties every time they're sold at a Christie's auction. This is the potential that we have in the future. And then why a lot of people are calling it the creator economy, because it's really going to reward creators. And it gives us as we'll say fans an opportunity to jump on board and support. And so, you know, just to tie it all back to like that drawing of a shark, it comes from Gary Vee. I'm a big fan of his, right? And I believe that he is going to just keep getting bigger and make a bigger impact on the world. Yeah. And as he does, these things become more valuable and I can reap rewards for that. I love what you're saying. This is very deep philosophically that people's equity, because that's what you're talking about. You said people now have the ability to invest in other people. Yeah. And let's take the 21 Pilots example. Prior to NFTs, you could say, oh, well, I, I got an autograph from them. But how right. do you know it's an autograph? Right. right. I mean, this is back. Oh, to bring that to all the time. Like an artist releases a, you know, a print, right? Yeah. It's a one of 100. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know yeah. there's only 100? How do you know he didn't create more? Oh, there's a certificate of authenticity. How do you know yes. that's real? Right. Now we do. The blockchain can prove that. Now, because of the blockchain, you can actually, for all the world to see, yep. decentralized time-stamped the whole bit. So I do think that it takes people at different levels, a little bit of understanding, like to see to see it. But once you see it, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, yesterday. And by the way, I'm interviewing multiple people a day. That's how jacked up I am on this. You're excited, thing. yeah. But yesterday we had, you know, and I said, what do you guys want me to call you guys? Because, you know, people have African-American, black, they're like, call us black. So we had two black 20-somethings yeah. who are taking blockchain and they are going into car deeds, okay? Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, they told me every car is sold four times in its history. Imagine if Honda created an On NFT. Average, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Imagine if Honda got a piece of that sale yeah. every time. And, they're, and you know, wow. And then they got into luxury items and then they got into actually prisoners who are creators hmm. and they want, they tied it to a 501c3. So people who want to create a new life for prisoners buy the NFT, it's a tax write-off. It goes into yeah. an Ethereum liquidity pool, which, you know, I'll have to interview hmm. about that because I don't know. If that's, yeah. Um, but then it creates generational wealth so that people aren't in this inner city stereotype history yeah. where you can't break out. I mean, it's mind blowing.